0: So, the, the word love is everywhere, huh? Um, I wonder how many songs there are on Spotify that don't mention the word love. Everybody talks about love. And then we discuss with each other our love life um, and the person who we love and this, that and the other. So, it's a, it's a very common word in our language. But I don't think we always use it in the same way that Buddha used it when he taught us to love others. He didn't teach us to have a relationship with everyone else. He, he taught, but what does he mean when he said we should love all living beings? Usually in Buddhism we, we make a distinction between love and attachment, desirous attachment. If we check precisely, desirous attachment is all about us and love it's all about someone else. It's check where your mind is at. So we say, I love you. But actually, most of the time when we say we love someone, it means we, we kind of need them or we're kind of using them for our own security or comfort or gratification or what have you. It's, it's more about me, what I get out of being with you. Um, this is the driving force behind what normally we call love or maybe love attachment is when we have desirous attachment it, it means in, in some way or other we, we feel close, we feel a kind of stickiness that sticks us to that person more it's other than a person doesn't matter um, and we exaggerate that person, as if that person has some power to give us pleasure, to give us happiness and so forth, without understanding what happiness is and where it really comes from. We think our happiness depends upon being with this person. Of course it doesn't, and there is no person. There is nobody outside of ourselves who can make us happy. We make ourselves happy. So when we cling, To people tightly and we say i love you we're kind of saying i need you or i want you for some purpose to provide me with comfort or yeah security sometimes isn't it Uh, some protection against loneliness or or what have you love in the sense that buddha taught to love somebody we don't even think about ourselves to love someone is to wish for them to be well to wish for them to be happy to wish for them to be successful it's all about the other person if we come into the formula then according to Buddhism it's not pure love if we're just thinking about someone else and we want them to be happy that's love the big difference most of our intimate relationships, if you like, are a mixture of two. We have both of these mental factors at work in our mind. For sure, we have love for our partner or our friend. We want them to be happy. But we also have attachment. We want them because they make me happy, or I think they do. And Gesha says, we need to learn, just through our own experience, to identify when love is at work in my mind, when attachment is at work in my mind, and learn to distinguish between the two. We get a feeling they feel completely different, actually. We get a feeling, okay, you know, this is not about this other person. This is about me. So I need to be careful. This means desirous attachment arise. No happiness ever comes from desirous attachment. But from love, if we genuinely love someone, only happiness can come. So, very important. First of all, we can read in Geshe's books all about love, all about compassion, and we can learn to look in our own mind and distinguish. Ah, this is what love feels like. Wow, nice. This is attachment. Hmm, not so nice. And Kisela says, for our relationships, you know, of course, right now, maybe we have a mixture of both, for our relationships to become successful, gradually, through using Dharma, Through watching our mind, through training our mind, we reduce the attachment and increase the love. In this way we transform our relationships into pure relationships where we really are benefiting and helping each other rather than just using each other or depending on each other.